This season on the Set Yourself Free podcast, you are going to hear from nine incredible women, nine business owners that own six-figure and multiple six-figure businesses who are bringing you behind the curtain because I know one thing that we are craving more of in the online space is a look into what it actually is behind the scenes, what goes into having a profitable online business. We're sick of the shiny objects and the fancy feeds. And so I am bringing you deep into these conversations with these women. So stay tuned. I know that you are going to love this season. So thank you so much for having me on here. I'm Natasha Lea and I am a sales and business coach for women. So my business really focuses on helping women get to their first five and 10k months using that perfect balance of feminine and masculine energy, which I've developed over the years. So talk to us about how comparison has shown up in your business, because I know this is one that we all struggle with because unlike corporate or unlike wherever we've worked before, we're seeing everyone's results and we're seeing all the things. So how have you been navigating this? I think this is probably the biggest killer of creativity, of your mojo, of your self-worth. Like I fucking hate it. Like honestly, Mm -hmm. if I could just eliminate one thing, within my clients, it'd be this. And I'm really, really strict on this because it really pisses me off. Like, And what I mean by that is we've all done this, but what we don't realize is that whole thing about don't compare your, your, your behind the scenes to someone highlight reel. And at the end of the day, social media is the biggest highlight reel of this entire world, you know? And there's so yeah. many things like, It's such a nasty comparison that we fall into. It's exactly the same thing that people have been saying for ages about body image, about, Mm. you know, all this like money. I knew someone that used to go to four or five star hotels, take pictures, stay for one night, take pictures and then check themselves into a hostel just so they have all these pictures. And this is what I'm saying. Like, it's Mm. just not what it Mm. actually seems. And And so I'm really strict with these things. And I really kind of draw this into my client's heads. Like, number one, focus on what you have. Like, make sure that you're constantly taking the time to reflect on what you're grateful for. Without fail, every single day, my clients and I, most of the time at the same time, uh, will do a journaling piece where we write down 10 10 reasons why we're freaking awesome, 10 things that we're uh, grateful for. And I think that's such a great reminder. And it's so, you hear this all the time. I'm not saying something revolutionary, but it's a cliche for a reason. Like do that shit and help yourself out. Like give yourself a favor. And also remind yourself of how many times you have gone out there and put something out that is just phony, right? So if you're doing it, it means other people are doing it as well. So stay real as well. Like when I started out Mm -hmm. in my business, I was saying, I, I just started, you know, I just started, <laughs> who wants to do this? You know, I wasn't the person that was like, hey, I just started and I'm charging 30 grand for my coaching program. I was like, hey, I just started and I'm charging this much for my coaching program, but I also have seven, eight years of experience in sales behind me, 
you know, and I think this is something that a lot of people, they start their business and they're like, how am I going to charge these prices? And I'm like, you're not charging for how long you've been in the coaching world. You're charging for how long you've got experience within this kind of field. So that's definitely one thing to do is like, just be grateful for what you have. Kind of give yourself a break, you know. The second thing I'd say is like set really specific goals for yourself. You know, Mm. the whole thing, again, another cliche, like smart goals. Instead of saying, hey, I want to build a business based on uh, completely passive income. Say to yourself, right, what I'm going to do, I'm going to create X offer for Y person and I'm going to market it using this method as a tripwire or a Facebook ad. I'll price it this much. This is how many people I need to get per month. This is how much it's going to actually generate for me per month. And I think when you're super clear on the path that you are on, where you're going, how you're going to get there, you almost detach from someone else's goal. And you don't really compare themselves with you because you're like, hey, I'm on my path. Everything is unfolding the way that it should be, in the way that it was always meant to be and kind of have, again, that belief. So there you see, again, that kind of beautiful harmony and balance between masculine, these are my goals, and feminine, the belief that I shall receive and all of that. The third thing I do is like stay in your lane. You know, shiny object syndrome is an actual thing. It's like, oh, wow, I just seen that, you know, this person has just done this. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to start whatever that is. You know, I'm going to do a high ticket program. No, I'm going to do a membership. And I think when you're pulled in so many different directions, it's so easy to be like to switch lanes. Uncertainty in a way is picked up on by your clients as well. And I think it's super important to recognize, which is why those smart goals are so important. And also why you should just Go on social media if you have like a targeted goal and for a specific amount of time. I'm going to go on social media for 10 minutes so that I can go back and forth. I can engage with people. You know what I mean? Rather than just sitting there, just like. Yeah. I love the, I don't know if you use it, but at least for my laptop, like one of the extensions I always recommend is the Facebook eradicator app or extension, because then you don't see anything in your feed. And like, then you can sit down and be really intentional of I'm going into these groups and I'm using it in this way. And like, just taking your power back. Cause I think so many of us like, and it happens to all of us, but we feel like, oh my gosh, I've been sucked into this and something happened to me versus like, I'm in control of what I view on social media. And when I turn off the app and when I go do something else, and you know, I'm a big fan too, of like, telling clients to set a timer, like you get this amount of time, trust that it's enough and show up in that time and be really intentional. And it's wild how you can get so much done in 10 or 20 minutes when you're super focused and intentional. It's so true. And what we don't realize is like where we, like the person that we see and the person, in fact, no, I'll rewind. Where we are right now is where someone else looking at us wants to be so when we're looking at the people that are you know like eight figure nine figure entrepreneurs we're like oh we really want to get there but actually someone sitting there saying i'm gonna be like natasha you know what i mean i want to be like carrie so i think it's just yes. important to realize it is a journey no success doesn't happen overnight unless you're kylie jenner and born in into a billionaire <laughs> family you know so i think it's super important to kind of recognize that and also recognize that there is enough for everyone. There are more people 
coaches right now looking to go online, to get marketing, to lose weight, to be visible, to build relationships, whatever. There's enough for everyone. And I think that to me was when the penny dropped and I was like, wait a mm. second, you know, I know this person has like a million clients, but actually let me adapt my strategy so that I don't need a million clients, but actually I need 10 clients to get similar results. So it's very much so, again, working with someone, working with a coach that can kind of help you with sales, but also and part of what I do is like a business strategist is to make sure that depending on the size of your audience and how much influence you have and how many incoming leads, we adapt your strategy so that you have to, you don't have to do as much as other people in a way. Yeah. I'm all for ease and flow and simple. Like the truth is, is, I mean, I always joke and I think people until they get to that mark, like want to punch me in the face. And I think, you know, I wanted to punch plenty of people in the face, but I'm like, it's actually not that complicated to get to 10 K months. And it feels like it is when you're at zero, of course. And there's like building blocks and things you need to do. Yes. To get there. But the truth is like left to our own devices, our brain will overcomplicate everything in business and life. 100%. And I think like, People also need to recognize that a lot of the numbers that get out there when you're we're talking about comparison mindset, like not money banked, it's actually money that is going to be banked over six months, 12 months, 24 months payment plan. So when someone says that they had a 1 million pound month or a $100,000 month or even a 30, 40, 50K month, it doesn't mean that's banked. So I think that educating yourself and your clients on what these terms mean. Also, I think it's super, super important. Yeah. And I think that's just such a great reminder for all of us. And I, I mean, I talk about this a lot too, but a, a lot of people come into this and don't have a finance background, don't understand finances. And so they are seeing all the flashy numbers and are easily so distracted and confused. Like I remember a client asking me and I'm like, please ask all the questions. But like, she just had no knowledge of the difference between what sales was versus cash. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, and if you've never worked with a, a profit and loss statement, and if you have no idea, like the behind the scenes to actually running a business, it feels very confusing because a lot of people are sharing their sales numbers. And I never, you know, and I never want to make that wrong. Cause I also think like, share your numbers, take up space, like brag, celebrate, of course, and give yourself permission to not compare yourself to that because you never know what's actually going on or what their profit margin is. Like so many people spend the majority of what they make. That is the key bit. I remember my one of my first coaches said to me, and she says this openly and publicly, she had a million dollar business and only 18K cash in the bank because everything else had been spent. You know, so you do see these like million dollar businesses, but actually I have more cash in the bank and I'm not at that level. You know what I mean? So, and you know, you're investing in real estate and that's one of my passions, real estate and buying houses and renting them out. So it's just, it's a different kind of model, you know, and I think that's super important for people to recognize that you do have these people that are living these amazing lives and blah, 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 because everything is on finance and they're generating a lot of things, but actually how much of that is profit? Whereas someone like me, my clients, or people that are starting out or people that have been in the business for a long time, but choose to be a a one woman band 
with a VA and with social media marketing person actually have a much leaner business that generates a lot more profit. Yes. And I think it's just, it's such a reminder for life too. Like, I don't know if you ever had these moments, but I remember growing up, like I had this moment where one of my friends, like they always had really fancy cars and like so many flashy things, but then they lived in a tiny house compared to the Mm -hmm. rest of us. And it was just this like visual reminder to me of how everyone spends their money differently. And like the size of your house or the car you drive or the handbag you have or whatever the fuck, like actually doesn't matter or mean anything. It's all like our interpretation of it. It's so true. It's so true. And I think that is also a huge part of our responsibility as coaches is to educate our clients on where to spend their money as well. Like by no means am I anyone who's like some sort of investor or knows about stocks or anything like that and finances and trading, but I'm also the type of person that's like, if you, so this is quite funny. So one of the things that I do is I help my clients like increase their financial thermostat and the money that they're comfortable with seeing in their bank account. And one Mm -hmm. of the things I always say to them is if you do want to splash out and get something fancy and materialistic, don't spend your savings go out and find someone who's going to buy it for you and I don't mean like um, like a sugar daddy or a sugar mama what I mean is like go and hunt more clients go and get another client go and land that client that person is going to essentially be buying a Chanel bag or a car or whatever get your clients in a way to fund your life while you're making an impact on their lives and changing their lives and I think that's such a beautiful kind of way to to think about it first of all so that because when you're first starting out you might be sure on your savings like don't dip into your savings and lower that financial thermostat and get into that kind of scarcity you know energy rather just go out and do more work and find more clients and I think that's such a good motivator sometimes to remember and it's so important to have fun with your business Mm. you know what I mean and that's what I think this is again because I was a headhunter and I was in hard sales I was like oh man I really want to go for to Greece for like six weeks like how am I going to do this okay go out there work harder get more sales like there you go you know you yeah. as a fun like a reward rather than oh I have to get three clients like that's just so boring no one wants that shit Exactly. I love that. And that's such a beautiful reminder for all of us, right? To like check in with ourselves and like make sure you're having fun in the process and that you're not recreating corporate in how you're running your business because most of us like deeply desire freedom as entrepreneurs. And so I'm super big on like work as little as possible and serve your clients super, super well. But like Mm. most of us just do shit that doesn't matter. So true. It is so true. And I think this is like, so my next mastermind is all again about like selling and scaling with ease and I think exactly what you said there like let's find a way where you can spend less time you know trying to serve like millions of clients and actually serve the 10 20 30 clients that you have with like at 150 percent and get them the best results that they can get and I think that's such a huge you know Listen, some people want to have the low ticket offers, but I just also feel like as a as a buyer, you should also know that these low ticket offers probably don't come 
with the same level of accountability and the same level of resolve as something that is a little bit more high ticket. But yeah, I'm all about that. You know, do less, but do it better. Absolutely. So tell everyone where they can find you, what you have going on, all the good things. So they can find me on my Instagram, which is Natasha.Lea, L-E-Y-A. I've also got a Facebook group that is called Sales Coaching for Women in Business. And the final thing is my mastermind, which is launching in May, my Bulletproof Sales Mastermind that is going to follow the exact kind of framework that I used in order to get to where I am in my first year of business, which is freaking awesome, like sold out. And yeah, that's what I would say. Those are the main platforms that I use. But definitely, if anyone's interested, they can just hit me up for the Evergreen program. And I'm in love with it. Amazing. Oh my gosh. This is so good. Thank you so much for being here, Natasha. Thank you so much for having me. So my name is Claire Williamson and I'm a soul goal coach and I help soul fired up female entrepreneurs become magnetic to the clients that they want online. And we do this by hacking, biohacking those emotions that really keep us holding back, playing small and leveraging our personal story. I believe we all have a story. My question is always, are you leveraging that story? Or are you still stuck in that story? So really, we're looking to heal all parts of ourselves, all of those things that we've been through so that we can take the wisdom and we can impact lives. And that's really what makes us magnetic to those clients on social media. So... Tell us how this is, uh, I feel like something that all of us struggle with from time to time is comparison-itis, especially in the realm of being visible in online business, right? Because never have we been in a time where we see everything that everyone else is up to, but as we all talk about, it's the highlight reel. So I'm curious (laughs) how this has been for you navigating totally had it. Like I had the worst case, the worst case of, I call it comparitis. Okay. And it, it, again, it comes down to that feeling, right? You're looking at this, I don't know, another coach online and you're like, oh my God, like how does she get to feature in that article? How does she get to get interviewed by this person? Why has she got like 5 million followers and I've got five and I just, you know, back in the day, I would really take it personally and it'd be like a personal attack and it would put me out of action. Mm-hmm. It would put me out of action for a while because I'd again get in that feeling of just, yeah, just a crappy feeling where no good happens and we don't feel motivated. So one of the most powerful things that happened, so I mentioned in the other interview about being on that reality show, coming home from that reality show and stepping into my power saying, right, okay, I'm crossing this line now. I am the source of my own abundance. If anything is going to happen in my world, if anything is going to change, it's not some prize that I'm going to win on some show. It's because I'm going to show up and and change stuff myself. Mm -hmm. And I came up with this really cool tool this really cool trick. First of all, I used a mantra. I started saying my frustration is not a trigger to give up. It is a trigger to give more. And I would Mm. repeat it to myself over and over and over again. My frustration is not a trigger to give up. It's a trigger to give more. Okay. Question, where do I need to give? 
and I'd put two columns down on a page and I'd put give, gain. And I'd look at what this person had that I wanted. Say it was 250,000 followers on Instagram. And then I would go into the give column and I'd be like, okay, Claire, (laughs) what do you actually have to do to get that? Because she hasn't just magicked it. She hasn't been giving it to her on a, a silver spoon, right? She's showed up and she's done something. She's, she's created that. So what is it that you're not doing? And there would come the truth, right? Okay, well, I'm not posting consistently every day. I'm not I'm making relationships with strategic partnerships, strategic relationships. I'm not getting in the direct messenger. I am not putting enough um, flipping value on my profile because if they're liking my post, they're heading over to my profile and they're not staying. Well, that says a lot about my content, right? So I had that I started to build this list of gives. If you're going to gain this, Claire, what is it that you're going to show up and give? And I honestly believe just the energy of that was powerful. It was like setting this intention of, um, again, I'm going to show up, I'm going to do the work. And actually seeing the wood for the trees too, actually being able to say, this is specifically what I'm going to do as action steps towards this thing, because we feel that frustration and we feel that parasititis because somebody has what we want. So instead of being frustrated, instead of being pissed off by that, how about we listen to the messenger in that feeling and say, okay, let's do what she does. Let's take some action. Let's learn from this feeling. Let's, let's, yeah, really understand its message. It's actually guiding us towards instead of sending us away. Yeah. Well, that's such wisdom. And I love that because it's easy and we've all been there of those like trigger moments and the, you know, frustrations and all of that. And I'm always like, feel those things, like allow yourself to feel them. Cause if you don't, you're bypassing your feelings, Mm. but what, I love about what you just explained is like such an actionable way to take personal responsibility. I feel like that's the most important thing you did first, right? You were like, okay, I'm triggered. I'm frustrated, but like, how do I own my part? And like, you can't bypass that. We all have to find that within ourselves of like, all right, this is on me. Yeah. And you start to see the gap where you need support too. Cause a lot of the things I realized I just didn't have a clue how to do Mm. myself. And it was like, for me, it was starting to end that battle, that inner conflict of, I have to do this all on my own Mm. and actually starting to reach out to mentors that could actually fill those gaps for me and start taking those quantum leaps. That's when things started moving really quickly was to see the action I could take and understand where I was, uh, what I was missing, not just in skill set, but in mindset as well. Mm. And actually starting to do some of that work because that works just as important as the strategy work. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I joke and also not really joking, but I'm like, the strategy is the easy part. Like that's <laughs> yeah. simple, right? Like it's like 5% of the equation, really, if we get honest, like any strategy can work. It's not that hard. It's all the other stuff. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. And you can get given like, and I think especially when it comes to what we see these influencers having or these, these people having, and, you know, we could go and get the strategy, but we, would we necessarily use it? How or would it work? Would it work for your business in a way that it works for theirs? Because the other thing is that back to that embodiment piece, you have to be bought in and energetically aligned that it works for you and your business. Mm-hmm. So like, like 
copying somebody's strategy, formula, whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah, of course, learn from people who have gone before you, hire mentors, hire coaches, hire people, like absolutely, but make sure that it fits with you and your business because otherwise it's just wasting energy and time. Yeah. And that's a whole other conversation in itself, right? Because that (laughs) takes into like getting to know you. Yeah. Getting to know what does that embodiment look like? Because I think often again, it's sort of like when it comes to showing up in the way that we want to, and that's where we're feeling that trigger, we're feeling that frustration. It's like we actually don't know what that looks like for us. We don't yeah. know who we would be as that person. That, that vision has been stifled. That self-connection has been lost. Like I say, it's a whole other conversation of how you get to know you. And I always describe it as finding the shoes that fit. Because when we're walking around in shoes that don't fit, we're kind of awkward and they're rubbing our toes. And But when we put those shoes on that fit us, we get into our stride. We get a little bit of a strut going on as we walk along. You know, we look great. We feel great. We move great, right? Yeah, totally. I love that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay. So I love this tool that you've already given people to go out and use if they're feeling triggered or comparing all the time. So what steps did you take after you wrote out your columns and you began to differentiate like what you needed to do? Did you just then immediately go take action on all these pieces? Yeah, I would make a plan. Yeah. I would sort of say to myself, okay, like what's the goal and what are the milestones and what are the actions to get me to each milestone? Like I'm quite a strategic person. And I used to, I mean, that used to not serve me actually, because it used to have me up in my head all of the time. (laughs) I used to overthink Mm. everything, right? Mm -hmm. So action planning for me was a bit of a distraction too, but it definitely Mm. helped us to, yeah, take these kind of just, you know, brain dumped, okay, I have to do this. I have to do this. I'm not doing this. That was kind of just all on the page into, okay, well, this week I'm going to focus here and I'm going to actually make sure this action gets done. And consistently as well, because things like social media, you can't just do them once, once a week. You have to be there every single day taking these action steps. And I think a lot of us who are working in these service-based businesses, coaching businesses, it is about getting visible and getting loud and getting confident and being certain about what you have, right? Yes. Creating the right relationships, moving in the right circles, showing up. And doing everything consistently, building those habits where we're in our business. You know, if we choose to be in our business five days a week, we're in our business five days a week, you know, Mm -hmm. and we're taking those actions and we're not treating it like a hobby. We're treating it like a business. Yeah. Which is so easy to do. And right. I'm sure like most of us have done that in the beginning, or at least most people I work with have at some point, right? Because it's so easy to be like, oh, I don't actually need to do that much. Like the way, if you only look at front end marketing of how people show their businesses, but the reality is, is like, you actually have to have a way to help people and go help them. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us where we can find you and where people can see what you're up to. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. You can find me at CW underscore full underscore circle. Definitely come over and check me out on there. There's drop me a DM, say hello. I do have a link to what I call the soul goal kit, 
which is an awesome little resource that, yeah, just starts to get you in control of those limiting emotions and start to get more visible, start to take those little small steps I talked about, you know, and and actually build that confidence through action. Amazing. Thank you so much, Claire. This was so good. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. So I'm Danielle Ralston, also known as the Rockstar CEO Online. I am the how coach behind your business. I teach you how to get all the crap done so that you can actually make money quickly. I specifically work with ADHD entrepreneurs who can never get to the how. So that's where I really focus. I do work with non-ADHD business owners as well. I also own and am the CEO of a digital marketing agency. And we have won quite a few awards, even though we're quite small. We're only 14 women all working to help you get visible. Amazing. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So you've been around the online space for a while, it sounds like, and I would love for you to share with us your experience. You know, maybe it's both with you and with clients, but in terms of how comparisonitis has shown up in your business or in clients' businesses. So I work with women to get over comparisonitis. The Rockstar CEO is not just a cute name. I My attitude is very Rockstar-ish. Part of that is I am a weekend Rockstar. I have been on stages since I was four. I have no issue with being a ham online, in your face, whatever. That's what I do. But I find that so many women worry about what somebody else is going to think or, oh, there's already thousands of people selling this item or whatever it is. And a lot of that comes back to abundance mindset. So I do a lot of abundance mindset work with all of my clients. I don't think I've ever had a client, male, female, young, old, that I've not done some of that work with because abundance is about knowing that there's space. It's not about money. I mean, it can be about money, but abundance is not about money. It's about knowing that there's space for more and for growth. And then learning to understand that your personality is unique. No, There's nobody else like you and your business is you. You are your business, your business is you. So that can create something completely new, something completely different, even if on the surface it looks like everybody else. And getting them excited and trusting themselves mm. is where I really focus because it's an internal trust. It's not about what's going on around you or what's out in the world. It's about trusting yourself to know you know what you're doing and you have something to offer. Yeah, I love that. And I find that to be so true, right? When we're focused on that abundant place versus the scarcity place. And I think there's also human nature that we all have these moments, right? Where we see something- Or, you know, I was even joking with a client today. It's like you hit that next level that you've been working on and dreaming about and you hit that and then you almost feel like, oh, well, this is going to go away or I'm not going to struggle with like the comparison or the whatever. And it just looks different, Mm -hmm. right? Like it still can show up. And so I also just want to be a voice of permission that like, just because you have those thoughts, it doesn't mean something's wrong or that you're doing it wrong. But then it comes back to, which I'm sure you probably do with people, of focusing your attention and where you're really channeling it. And it always comes back to, I find that when you are focusing on getting things done and really working on your own stuff, you don't have time to worry about anybody else either. (laughs) Yeah. When you are serving those clients and you're so connected to your why and like why you're showing up, I could not agree more. 
and uh, comparisonitis happens when you don't know what to do in your business. You're mm. hitting that perfectionism. I can't get this done until it's absolutely perfect. Or mm. you're not allowing yourself to walk through into your passions and really do something. When that happens, it's when comparisonitis always creeps in. Yeah, it's so true. So if a client comes to you and they're like really struggling with comparing their results or their program or their whatever they're comparing, is there a place that you start with people? Yes. I actually wrote a guided abundance mindset journal and I will walk through them through this journaling sequence. So I always tell clients journaling doesn't have to be handwriting. I love to handwrite. I have probably thousands of journals around here that I filled up. But I have a reason why we do that. And I like to, when I get to a point where I've got to journal out something that's really, really tough and really toxic and I've got to get it out, those pages get torn out and they get burnt. And you just release that and get rid of it. And they're, it's so cathartic. <laughs> yeah. But I have clients who will vlog it. I have clients who will sing it. And his. I have a client that has written songs for everything that she's done through her journaling exercise. And she's amazing. And I'm like, you have an album here. She's like, oh, I'm not that good. No, 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 honey. You have a whole entire mm-hmm. album here. So when I say journaling sequence, get it out however you need. But going through the where am I struggling? Why am I struggling with this? What's in the way? Where am I passionate? What am I good at? Why do I love doing what I do? And going through those steps and bringing them back to the success mindset pieces helps to get rid of that bad lack of attitude. Yeah, so true, right? When again, like what we're focusing on and where we're putting our attention. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's so easy to get caught in that because we're not trained or taught in this way. Like, in fact, we're pretty much trained and taught the opposite, right? Like in terms of how we're conditioned to think and to be. Absolutely. I mean, we're all conditioned from an early age. I was, I was labeled mentally retarded as a child because I was ADHD and dyslexic. Mm -hmm. So I was like the worst child to have any teacher wanted in class because I couldn't read. I was barely writing at 10 And I was disruptive because I was bored out of my mind. And being labeled as that takes a long time to decondition. And we're teaching our children this at four or five years old, that they're not as good as somebody else in their class. Be like Bobby, because Bobby is so quiet and such a good kid. You need to be more like Bobby. You're teaching your children that at a very young age, especially in the school system. So getting... Being able to get beyond that, thats it takes a lot of work and a lot of resets as an adult because you've been taught that from toddler's size. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. And I think, you know, until we're really conscious and like in this space of noticing, it's just easy to get caught up in it because it starts when we're super young and we, we don't question it because why would we? Exactly. Yeah. And so many people get caught in that. And People then feel stupid for getting caught in that. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. You've been conditioned and brainwashed into this from toddlerhood. So we have to work on getting rid of and building new habits. All of those things come down to habits. And you have to build a new habit of abundance and of success and of I can attitude. You have to build that. And as a child, you're given so many confusing messages of, oh, you should be like whoever, or you should do this, or you should do that. And then we have our thing. I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, but they don't match. Those messages never match. 
And think about that as a parent, what you're telling your child and what you're reading your child in some of those cute little books. You're telling them, I think I can. And then you're telling them and sit and be quiet and be more like Susie over there. Pick a message. Yeah, it's really true. And I love what you said in terms of brainwashing, because I don't know if this is how you kind of view it, but I oftentimes view mindset work or reprogramming your brain and training yourself in that way is very much brainwashing. And we can view that as this like terrible negative thing. Or to me, it's this super empowering thing of like, you're being brainwashed anyway. So why not choose some better thoughts and adopt them so that you can actually shift and change your life? Yeah. And habit building. So I call mindset is a habit. Mindset is not this woo thing in the universe that you can't reach or you're trying to obtain. It's a new habit. And you have to replace old habit with new habits. You can't break habits. You have to replace habits. So when you start replacing them with positive and abundant and success-based habits, you're just getting rid of that toxicity out of your life. Yeah, it's so powerful, like so wild to me. Now, what I love too is how much science supports this in terms of the research that we have now that we didn't think we had years, you know, not even that many years ago where it was like, oh, your brain stops developing at age 21 and you can't do all these things. And now like they literally can hook people up to brain scans and show how much change. Yeah. It's wild. It's amazing. So I am somebody who am ADHD and I'm dyslexic. And then I had a traumatic brain injury about 15 years ago. So I have had my brain mat 17 times in my life and you can actually watch the new pathways develop and all of that become active and beneficial and charging and opening up your brain and using more parts of your brain and all of that and it's so there's so much science behind every single step of this that you can't deny it and you can't well that only that's for you i'm glad that's for you no this is for everybody this is how a brain works yeah I talk about Joe Dispenza's work all the time because I think it's just so revolutionary, right? Because not only did he heal himself, but then, you know, all these thousands of people have gone on to as well. And he's really big into the research and showing the science and the brain scans. And you just, like you said, you can't deny it. There's no denying it. And if you are denying it, then you're in a place that we need to do a whole lot more work and to get beyond that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell us where we can find you, what you're up to, all of the good stuff. So you can find me at the rockstarceo.com. That's the easiest place to find me. You can also find me. I have a community that I just started for ADHD women. It's called neurodivergentbossgirls.com. We are a community about accountability growth mindset. We do accountability calls three days a week. We also do work sprints. So I will get on a call. ADHD people have a hard time getting shit done. So we literally get on a Zoom call and we help each other get shit done. I have a parenting coach that's on the call with me. I have a budgeting person who is an amazing at organizing money and creating space to pay things off. She has paid off $80,000 worth of debt in a year and a half on a very small income. I have another accountability coach who works with ADHD entrepreneurs to get their tasks done every day and things. I am an abundance coach and a business coach. I help you. And I also own a marketing agency. I have a marketing degree. I'll help you with your marketing. Yesterday, I worked, somebody shared their screen on one of our calls and we helped her use Canva to create some headers for a Facebook group and for an ad. 
we help each other through every single step so that we get crap done. So that's Neurodivergent Boss Girls, the Rockstar CEO, and I'm Danielle, your Rockstar CEO on Instagram. My name is Melissa Fino. I am the founder of Love Your Life Community, but it is shifting over to the badass entrepreneur. And I'm a business coach for female entrepreneurs. I help them shift from perfectionism to being a badass. Yes. I'm so excited that you're here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So let's start talking about comparisonitis and particularly as it relates to the online space, this can be really challenging for a lot of us. So I'm curious what your experience with this has been. So I first started coaching about six or seven years ago. I was introduced to it during my last semester of graduate school. And I took a coaching and consultation course and then kind of, you know, dipped my feet into the online world. And it was so overwhelming. It's nothing like being in a professional space where you're face-to-face working with someone. And as a new person building their own business, all of the noise that's out there can consume you and overwhelm you and hold you back from being from standing in who you want to be. And that's what it did to me for my first couple of years in my business. It really uh, well, cause I, I talk often about this and I'm sure you do as well. It's like when you have a job and you have colleagues and things, you know, you might see things, but you're never, unless you work in HR, you're never going to see what people are making or people aren't going to necessarily be forward with those conversations. And so, you know, I joke, but it's like the online space is the wild, wild west and anything goes. And so that can be really empowering when we're feeling good about things and confident about stuff, or it can feel really defeating and that comparison part can come out. So true. So much when you're starting, because when you're first starting out, you're going to follow the people who are doing it for decades. So you're looking at everything that they're doing. And In all actuality, you should probably be watching the people who've been doing it for about a year or two because they're more, you're going to resonate with them a whole lot more. That is so true. But it's just human nature, right? We are like looking at these people and then we forget. Or what I also have to remind myself of still constantly is like, there's always a marketing spin. And I used to be so triggered by that or like annoyed by that, or think it was this like bait and switch tactic and have a lot of judgment about it. Now I'm just like, it's people being smart and learning how to market. And of course there are people that do sleazy things. There's always going to be, but like focusing on that doesn't, doesn't help me ever. And so it's just remembering though, too, like those people sometimes that will come on and say, I went from zero to whatever in three months, in six months, they still have a backstory of like their marketing experience, their whatever experience, and they're bringing that into the online space. And so we have to remember like they still are new, but they're not new, right? They're not new at all. And most of the time when they're saying that, they're saying, oh, since I started my business about a year ago, but they're actually not saying the true story of they dipped their feet into the waters a few years before that. It wasn't the only beginning. And when they say the amount that they're making, most of the time, they're not talking about the the amount of money that they're actually taking home with them that is cash money in the bank. Yeah. And I'm always like, okay, let's celebrate all of it, right? Every dollar counts, all the milestones count, like whether it's dollars or some 
other thing, right? Like it doesn't matter, the confidence building something. But I agree. And I really want to have more of those conversations because I just know that that really messes with our heads sometimes because there's a totally different thing of sales, cash, profit. Like we're just not having enough of those conversations. No, those are definitely not being seen, especially when you're first going out. So I think that the one way to kind of shift it a little bit is to see when you're looking at someone else and all of the success that they're having as a possibility of what can happen for you rather than a closed shut off door of what can't happen. Yes, absolutely. So how did you find yourself like able to navigate through that when you were feeling this comparison, especially in the beginning? It took a long time. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be the coach. It's going to be completely honest. Yeah. It took a long time and it didn't really happen until I got myself around a community of women. When I invested in a coach, got myself around a community of women that were all at the same place that I was. So we mm. could support each other in growth. Yeah. Well, and I think it's, it's just honest to have the real conversations and to be like, yeah, or the things that still come up, right? Like you can be the most successful person in the world and you still have struggles. Like this idea that once you've achieved whatever that they go away, I'm like, that's bullshit. Like that just does not happen. Oh my God. I freaking love that. Cause that is so the truth. Whatever stage you're in, in your business, you're always going to hit some new level or some new barrier where you've never been before. So it's going to feel a little uncomfortable. You're going to have that same like icky feeling like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. But when you push through it, that's when all of the massive success comes your way, right? Imposter syndrome is something that never truly goes away if you're growing. Exactly. I mean, you know, I have mentors in their 70s and it's just like having conversations with them is so refreshing because of course they have a lot more wisdom than I do and they've lived a lot more life than I have. But they're still like, eh, we're all just figuring it out. I just had this awareness in this whole conversation that I think is like this complete circle and so beautiful. So every time we experience imposter syndrome, it's actually something to celebrate. It's a beautiful experience because we're growing, we're evolving, and we're not staying in our comfort zone. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And I mean, I know that you are the same in the work that you do with women and it's wanting to get clients to understand like on that other side of it. Right. And we all have those moments where it's just like, we feel like we can't get through it. We can't get to the other side. But when you have the supportive environment and much like you said, when you invested in a coach and then surrounded yourself with people that were able to reflect to you what was possible, it's just a game changer. Yes, it totally is. And then if you can, the imposter syndrome starts to shift a little bit more. If you can begin to make all of your decisions from where you want to be in six months, from the person who's elevated, supported, has grown rather than the place that you are in right now, which is like that lack, that needy feeling, I'm not feeling good enough. If you can find a way to shift it into where you want to be and make your decisions from there, a lot of that imposter syndrome will start to kind of fade away. Yeah. And I think just to give ourselves permission, because what I really feel strongly about is we all have our core wounds, 
right? And they're different for all of us. And so somebody might be like, eh, imposter syndrome, nah, I don't struggle with that, right? Like, and it just might not be a thing for them. And that's amazing. And then there's somebody else that like deeply struggles with like shiny object syndrome and like always wanting the quick fix or the whatever, right? Like we all have things and I find our core wounds are, of course we can heal them and like move through them, but we're still, again, going to have those struggles in some fashion. Yeah. They're always going to be in the back burner. You can do everything to work through all of your traumas, but there's always going to be this tiny little piece. And that's why mindset work is so important, right? It's not something that we do once a week or we go to a retreat and then all of a sudden we're fixed and repaired, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe tell us what is a mindset tool that you love, particularly as it relates to comparisonitis and how to move through it. Unfollow the people. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's so true. Sometimes you really just have to hit mute or unfollow the people and they're triggering something within you that you haven't yet dealt with. And that's okay because it doesn't mean that you're not going to deal with it. And it doesn't mean that you can't go back in six months or two years from now and follow that person again. Like, That's so good. I mean, I even need to hear that. I'm like, yeah, because I think especially when we're so knee deep into personal development and growth, we think, oh, I'm triggered. I have to endure this. I need to work through this. And it's like, maybe, or maybe you need to unfollow and stay in your lane. Completely. Because there's so many times you can be in such a good mood, right? You're, you're a great mood. And then all of a sudden you see that one person who posts that one thing and you're like, gosh, darn it. Why did I pick up my phone? (laughs) It's so true. So that's just such a simple, I love that answer. Cause I wasn't expecting that, you know, cause like when somebody asks you about mindset work, it's like, Oh, pull out your journal and here's a journal prompt or whatever. But these things are such great tools. So that's an amazing one to to use and everyone needs to go do right now, <laughs> including myself. Yeah. Yeah. So tell everyone where they can find you, where they can find your book, all the good things. Yeah. So you can find me at loveyourlifecommunity.com or anything for social media, love your life community. And also on my website, if you don't go and purchase the book or the audible, you can go and get the first chapter for free. And I also have have a fun uh, quiz, which is called, are you a badass entrepreneur over at my website? And it will, um, you know, tell you if you're a little miss comfortable, little miss anxious, little miss badass or little miss perfect. I was going to say, is there a little miss perfect? Of course there is. (laughs) Also shows you how to move through all of the stages. So it's really, it's fun. Ooh, that's really cool. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being here, Melissa. This has been awesome. Thank you for inviting me. And I can't wait to listen to the lineup. Oh my goodness. Wasn't that such a great episode? Per usual, I am obsessed with getting to record these episodes with such incredible guests and put this out into the world. So I hope that you were able to take a few key points from this episode. And that is so much around how comparison is normal. And it's really what we do with it, right? It's not the act of comparing that is bad or wrong, or that we need to shame ourselves for. 
because we certainly do not need to do that. But I hope that they all have given you permission to see the places where you might be comparing yourself to strangers on the internet that you've never met before, people in real life that you're comparing their highlight reel to your real day-to-day life and knowing that there's always more to the story and that it's okay that you're comparing. Like I really, really want to give permission to this idea and then shifting how we handle it and what we do about it and not making ourselves wrong for it, but noticing the places where it's not serving us because of course it's not serving us to compare ourselves to anyone else because we are beautiful and magical and gifted just as we are. And that is so much of the work of enoughness, right? That I do with clients continually. And that is making yourself so right in the process of wherever you are and making yourself enough because the world is always going to tell you that you need to do more, be more, and that you are not enough just as you are. But the thing is, you absolutely are. You're worthy, so freaking worthy just as you are. So I hope that you have gleaned so many nuggets from this episode and these stories, knowing that there's always a backstory of what's going on in somebody else's life and you can never know the full picture. And then my takeaway to impart to you as well is to really get into that space of enoughness of knowing that there is no one else as cheesy and cliche and all the things, but there is no one else on this planet that is you. And so remembering that, stepping into your power, your gifts, knowing that the world needs you as you are showing up as bright and shiny as you possibly can, owning who you are in this world. And that you as a human being are enough, nothing required ever, ever, ever. So just as you are, mistakes, past, present, all the things you are worthy and there's literally nothing you have to do to earn it. It is simply because you are born that you are worthy. And then it's the work to make ourselves enough in the other areas of life, in our business, in our relationships, all of those places. But you are worthy. You are enough as a human being, nothing else required. So thank you for being here. I am just so honored to be in your ears and cannot wait to see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Set Yourself Free podcast. It is such an honor to be in your ears every single week. Make sure that you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. Will you also do me a quick favor and go leave us a review and rating? This will help more people to easily find this free show. If you'd like to talk about the number one mindset shift that you can make in your unique business to start making more money and impact, I would love nothing more than to help you. So go head on over to my website at setyourselffreellc.com and book a free 30-minute discovery call. I would love to get some fresh eyes on your business and talk about how you can start making more money and an impact right now. So thanks again for being here and cannot wait to see you next week.